views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Benny. Cool song. Thank you. I'm you gonna, don't know who it is, do you? Yes, I do. Who? Uh, it's Queen. Oh, good. Did I get it? You got it right. That's a Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it is. All right, I'm all about it. Good for you. I'm. A- Yay, I did one. Yay, look at Taylor. One right out of nine. One all out of, right, one out of 99 it. isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> you do better than that. I have done good, but I got that one. That's, a, that's like a great song. John Donnelly, the man's in the house. And I wanted to just say, you guys heard me talk about him in the last half hour. For those of you that have been listening to the show all day long, you know that this is something that we are passionate about here. Um, I want to tell everybody that is listening to this show, whether you're listening from the Pacific Northwest or over in Westerly, Rhode Island, this is something for each and every one of us to pay attention to. I'm honored and proud to say that I am from a place now in the Pacific Northwest that has gone against just about everything that has been said about tick-borne diseases, Lyme especially, that did not exist here. The doctors that came to the forefront, Dr. Darvish, Dr. Mara, uh, you know, the folks that like you and me that have said, wait a minute, there's something else going on here. And my very special guest joining me here today, you know, someone that in his life so far is making an enormous difference. What happens if you are John Donnelly? What happens if you are this kid in school and all of a sudden you're not functioning anymore and you're telling your parents you have a headache? You know, you're telling them that you don't know how you're going to be able to get up and go to school. You know, how do you get anybody's attention when you are a young person that, you know, people look at and say, you know what, dude, you just don't want to go to school. But that's not the story. You know, here now we have this 24 year old year young man that has joined forces for Bite Back for a Cure. This is a cross country bike tour to build support in the fight against tick borne diseases. And Lyme is one of those. But there are many. And he uh, began, and he will begin his ride. For those of you that are in the uh, San Francisco area, you got to give him a shout-out and come out. September 29th, this is where it kicks off here. Then he'll cycle through Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Kansas, Missouri, Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, before ending in Washington, D.C., and we are hoping we can get him here to the Pacific Northwest. I am starting to spin so that maybe we can do the ride from Seattle to Portland. Wouldn't that be good? John, welcome to the show. Dr. Pat, thanks so much for having me on the show. Um, it's such an honor to be here, and that was a very warm and, and lengthy introduction, so thank you very much. Well, this is a big conversation, and I wanted to have you talk about this. You know, you know, you are someone that was very fortunate, I would say, to get somebody's attention as a youngster. Tell us what that journey's been like for you and how you got to be here now in San Francisco with your bike all ready to go. 
Right. So, uh, yeah, it's a longstanding history. I guess it all began when I was nine years old. That's when I had a lot of um, these symptoms that started to surface. Um, neck pain, neurological issues, crushing fatigue, um, some flu-like symptoms, uh, recurrent infections, all stuff that um, my family and, and doctors weren't, weren't aware of. We didn't really know about Lyme and tick-borne diseases. And um, it, it took a while for me to get treatment. It wasn't until half of my face went paralyzed, I got the Bell's palsy, that I was finally thought to be tested for, and then I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. So um, I, I might even be exceptional and very fortunate in that I had uh, that visible symptom that brought it to their attention, and then I came up positive on the test which is, of course, not all that reliable. So I was very fortunate in those ways. And then felt real healthy throughout most of high school and for a little bit of college also. And then old symptoms came back, and I began to develop new bizarre ones, um, vision problems, vertigo, uh, dizziness, Achilles tendinitis. Um, I'd get lockjaw every time I yawned, all stuff that, the 20-year-old probably shouldn't be going through. Mm -hmm. And um, I went through the same experience again, where I went to see doctors, I went to see an ophthalmologist, a neurologist, a chiropractor, all to no avail as a lot of this stuff got worse. And eventually I found a doctor who diagnosed me with late-stage Lyme disease, got several months of treatment, and felt a lot better. And um, now I'm here today. I'm, I'm very healthy. But I'm realizing that my story isn't unusual. This mm -hmm. is the stories of thousands of people across the country, and I wanted to do something about it while I'm still young and have this sort of flexibility and have my health. So um, I partnered with the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance and their campaign to bite back for a cure, and it's all about generating um, attention for these diseases and the people who suffer from them and raising funding for new research that we hope leads to better diagnostics. I kind of feel like that's um, the linchpin to making a real difference in all of this. Well, it is making a huge difference uh, in, in all of this because, you know, the, the uh, uphill battle is, first of all, you know, at least when I went through this, having a test that was 31 years old and didn't really have any other test out there. But we've actually, you know, since then, I mean, and since, uh, you know, the conversation, the testing has got be gotten better, but it is nowhere near what it needs to be. And, you know, isn't part of your story and part of the journey for so many people in the misdiagnosis, John? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. It's just a lack of awareness. Uh, my family didn't know about these diseases, neither did the doctors I went to see. And this is in the Northeast. So mm -hmm. you can imagine what would happen out West or, you know, in, in the Southwest where Lyme disease might not even be on the differential diagnosis. Mm -hmm. What I want to say is now for many of you out there, um, you know, first of all, let's give out some information. How can people follow this on Facebook and Twitter? Let's start there because people out there um, are going to want to get involved. And also for the listeners, you know, you might want to have something. You might have something to say to, to, to John. Those of you that are, uh, you know, looking at this from all over the world, 
you know, the listenership here. What's the best way for them to follow you, uh, especially to to support you in social media? I think that the most up-to-date way we can do that is through Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active with my Twitter, and you can just tweet or follow me at John Donnelly. And then um, TBDA also has a, a Twitter handle that they've been using a lot to promote this ride and to engage people. Um, on Facebook, you can go to the Tickborne Disease Alliance's Facebook page, and we're actually going to have a live map up that kind of shows where I am and where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, for just general information, you can go to fightbackforacure.org, and that has everything about my ride um, and, and the blog that we have going on. And so all, all of those places, yeah. Yeah, and so we also mentioned for David, there are people that are already starting to inquire about how do we get John to my city? What's the best? <laughs> I know, John, right? What's the best way for them to go about that? I, I think Twitter is good, but okay. also on our Facebook page. That's where we mm-hmm. opened up a lot of these conversations. And so far, I've gotten amazing feedback Mm -hmm. and actually have been put in touch with people who I'm now going to meet. Mm -hmm. I want to talk with you about how Lyme has affected your life. And and let me tell you why. Um, For the first time, I think this year, we're starting to see legal cases uh, come to the forefront uh, by people that are as courageous as you. Uh, one of the largest, largest cases ever uh, in the state of Connecticut was a young woman who took a trip to China. Um, she's, yeah. yeah. I mean, ha- have you seen the amount that she's been awarded, right, this 20-year-old, new- this woman, mm-hmm. New York woman? Yeah. I mean, but to even get anybody's attention, let alone a positive verdict, is a massive breakthrough, don't you think? It, it's, it's such a breakthrough. I mean, these illnesses, haven't been talked about. They've been largely unaddressed. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing why I'm yeah. doing. I'd like to encourage others to speak out about what they're going through and to really shine the light on these diseases. How has this affected your life personally, John? Personally, I mm-hmm. mean, at a young age, um, I, I don't know that I can remember a, a time with, without Lyme because I don't know if you remember you know, a time before you're no. nine years old. Mm-hmm. But um, it certainly had a, it had a significant effect on me then. Um, not so much during high school and the beginning of college, but since then, um, there's been some social costs to having this disease. And uh, I had to make some lifestyle changes. I feel like a bit of an old man sometimes because mm-hmm. alcohol definitely um, doesn't uh, really fit nicely in my body. Right. So that's been a sacrifice for me. And then, um, you know, I have to make sure I'm getting enough sleep every night. I'm taking my herbs and vitamins. And I've gotten to know a lot about my body because a lot kind of broke down during college Mm -hmm. um, when these symptoms were hitting hardest. Yeah. What are some of the symptoms? And I want to just open up the phone lines. For those of you out there that want to call in, have a question for John, have a comment for him, want to support him on here live with his personal journey and his courage, please feel free to call in either toll-free 1-800-930-2819 or we have a local number. You could zip right in here, 425-373-5527. 
or you could go to the drpatshow.com or transformation talk radio and type in your comment and question in the instant feedback. What are some of the symptoms, John, for you? What, what showed up? You know, when people hear about your suffering and struggle, I don't think they have a sense of exactly what you went through. Right. Uh, one of the first things that really, uh, stood out, and I had some symptoms that happened gradually before this, but w- when I'd yawn during my classes in college, I'd get locked off mm. for like a minute or two. Mm. And I'd have to leave the classroom, and accompanying that was just this screeching in my ear. Um, it, it felt like, yeah, some guy was, like, putting an electric screwdriver, like, into my ear. It was really weird. And um, on top of that, I, I had a, just horrible headaches all the time, crushing pain behind my eyes, uh, degenerative arthritis in my neck, mm. um, tendinitis in different parts of my body. Uh, vertigo, um, dizziness, um, <laughs> twitching throughout my body, paralysis in, in my hands. So a, a lot of things that were really weird. Um, but, I mean, through all of this, you asked what I, what I learned from this experience. Yeah. You really have to be your own advocate and know that something very wrong is happening to you, even when someone uh, may not think that's the case. So that, that was a real learning experience for me and, and learning how to stand up for myself and uh, fight for the correct diagnosis. And I think that's something that, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, a lot of Lyme disease patients have to go through. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really has been a fight. I mean, and now it is really, you know, an honor to have you on the show to be able to talking about, you know, you're not just talking about this. You're actually doing something about it. You know, let's talk a little bit about where you're going to be going, where 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 it kicks off, what that's about. Uh, and, um, you know, wh- wh- what's next for you? Where are the cities you're going? And, you know, what would you like to see happen with this, John? So our, our first, our launching point is actually crossing the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm. So I'll be there on Sunday, um, plan on launching around uh, 11 a.m., and I'm hoping to get a really big crowd for that event. Um, and th- this is all symbolic, so I'll be crossing the Golden Gate Bridge, and then I'm actually not ending in Washington, D.C. anymore. I'm ending in okay. New York City, okay. and I'm going across the GW. Nice! And that will mark. Yeah. So it's, it's very cool, but it also means that we have to make it across a little bit faster because it could get a little hairy in those areas. No kidding, right? Uh, weather-wise. Yep. So uh, we're hoping to finish up the trip, you know, a, a few days before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I wanted to spend a few minutes for, you know, for folks that are listening. I mean, that's exciting. You know, that's my hood. I'm going to go across <laughs> the George Washington Bridge right yeah, there. Are you kidding? Too. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, that's got to be exciting. Uh, I wanted to, you know, just talk a little bit about what we, what we've learned. And, you know, I was talking a little bit with, 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 uh, uh, Stacy this morning about it, but I think a conversation about prevention is very, very important. Um, you know, there are things that we are now learning that we can do. Uh, also, if you, if people go to bitebackforacure.org and they go to the website, you actually have a link 
which uh, tells people how to, you know, what you can do to prevent it, how you protect yourself, tick repellent, and much more. What have you learned about this? There's now a routine about this uh, for right. people. Um, let's talk a little bit about what this has been like to, to be out talking to folks and saying, look, we've got to do something to, you know, to, to, to get information about what we can do to prevent this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems like the problem's getting a little bit worse. Yeah, it is. You can do things to, uh, mm-hmm. to prevent yourself from getting it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no expert, but I, I wear deep, um, permethrin and I'm always checking myself for ticks. So mm-hmm. in the Lyme community, I think there's different degrees to which people are afraid of nature in the woods and, you know, habitats that might have ticks. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I do go in the woods, I'm, I'm checking myself pretty thoroughly mm-hmm. afterwards. And I'd say it's most important for kids who are wandering in a lot of these areas and, and come back. They, they need to be checked because uh, these ticks, the, the nymphal ticks, are easy to miss. Mm-hmm. Unless you look for them, so it's just so crucial to do those checks afterwards. Well, we've also learned some other things as well. I mean, you know, we've learned that you know you can jump in the shower. You got to do that within a half hour, an hour of coming inside. I mean, there are a mm-hmm. lot of things that moms have now, you know, jumped up and said, "Okay, we're going to do this stuff a little bit differently here." Um, put also, the dryer. Yeah. yeah, put the cloth. That that was a new one for me. I heard that one today, and boy, that one spread like wildfire after this morning's yeah. show. You know, put the clothing in a dryer at a high temperature for thirty minutes. I mean, yep. doesn't that ticks make like so? That. Ticks don't like that. No, ticks don't like that at all. Uh, but part of this is really sharing the whole story, isn't it, John? To get people yeah. involved. Yeah. Um, there's a question that you're asking along the way. It's actually a question I asked you when I interviewed you. And I would like to you for you to share that question uh, that you're asking people uh, along right. the way, because you're going to be interacting with folks. This is not just a bike tour. You're going to be speaking yeah. with people in every city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this question will empower people, and I think it's a productive one to think about. But if you had unlimited resources, to tackle this very serious issue, um, what would you do? And um, the, the responses I'm getting are, are all, they're a little bit different, but yeah. they're all so insightful. Yeah. And uh, it's been great to have those conversations with people because it feels like we're making progress. This stuff just needs to be kind of recorded and, and chronicled somewhere because I think people are telling their stories right now but we need to make sure we're, we're doing it effectively. I had someone say something interesting to me. I'd love for you to comment on it. Um, first of all, we don't know what we don't know. Uh, yeah. And I know you face this. I know I face this. You know, when people, you know, hear a show like this or they ask you the question about your own personal journey, they're like, Lyme disease? What are you kidding? You know, can't, don't you just take care of that with the antibiotics and move on? And, you know, I don't think my kid will get that. I mean, this is what's happening. So the reason I'm bringing it up, John, is because, you know, if I were to answer your question, what I would say, I would spend a gazillion billion dollars globally uh, on awareness uh, and especially prevention uh, because, you know, that whole Connecticut uh, court case was about that. And everybody's going to have a different answer. 
But aren't you finding that there are so many people that really don't know the magnitude of this? So many people. I mean, a lot of a lot of even close friends of mine didn't yes. recognize it was this big of an issue until I took on this project. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, John has Lyme disease that like you sometimes out of it and can't do some of the normal things we do. But um, yeah, it, it, people just don't know enough about it. And I think the most important thing. Um, is prevention and making them aware because uh, the reality I care about most is that right now people are probably unknowingly suffering with these pernicious diseases, just have no idea about what they're going through. So if we can get the word out and prevent them from going through what thousands have already, um, that, that would make me happy. Uh, one of the things that I, I also wanted to to ask you about is, as you travel, are, are you going to be capturing some of the stories that people have? I know that I met so many wonderful people in a short period of time uh, up at Martha's Vineyard, uh, you know, when, when you know, you were up there uh, with the Bike Back for a Cure. Uh, are, are you going to be able to capture these stories and bring them to the forefront? Yeah, so I've got a crew who's rolling with me on the road. We've mm-hmm. got an RV, and on that RV is a cycling coach, uh, a driver, and then we have a really good camera guy mm-hmm. and cinematographer. So he's going to be catching all of this stuff um, as we're meeting with people, recording what they say, and then at the end of the trip, we're going to make a video quilt that's going to be uh, sent out in hopefully a far-reaching way. I think it's fabulous. Um, and I'm so glad that we're able to be here to support you. And And I have to tell you, um, it is really going to be a personal mission of mine to make sure that you know, the Pacific Northwest is not left out of the conversation. Because I have to tell you, John, for a really, really long time it has been. And if you ask the people listening to this show whether or not they think Lyme disease is real, you will probably get a unanimous yes. But it's been an upward hill battle here. Uh, and you know this for the longest time. Uh, you, you know, people have said, wait a minute, the tick thing, that's over in the East Coast, right? How are you yeah. finding conversations now when you step away from the East Coast or the Northeast especially and you bring this conversation to a place or a location where they think like Kansas, like what? What are you talking about here? Right. Um, it's still early in the trip, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I do know there isn't as much awareness about it, but that there probably should be mm-hmm. a lot more just because I know it's very prevalent in the area I am right now, the, the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And then I know Seattle also. That's an important area where, yep. you know, I'd like to go maybe sometime after yep. I go across the country. That's it. That's what we're hoping to do here. Big, big, big. Um, You know, John, I can't thank you enough for everything that you're doing. I I would love one more time for you to tell folks the best way to support you, your social media, and how folks can get involved. So uh, please follow me on Twitter. That's at John Donnelly. And then you can also follow TBDA on Twitter. Um, our main page for this specific campaign is bitebackforacure.org. And then we have a Facebook page, and that's under the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. And through
able to track where I am, where I'm going to be, and um, get updates on my trip. And I want to spell John's last name for those of you out there because I got that question this morning. It is John Donnelly, and it's spelled D-O-N-N-A-L-L-Y. Did I get that right, John? That's correct. It's a little odd. I guess it's the the English version, not the Irish. That's what they said to me this morning. Uh, (laughs) So we want to make sure everybody finds you. I want to thank you. One last question. Personal message. What would you like to leave us with here? Um, Please get involved in this campaign. The success of it really does depend on who gets involved and the number of people who who reach out and get engaged with this. So um, please reach out to me and um, get, get excited about this. I love it. Thank you, John. We're going to be hearing more of John. For those of you out there, limelightradio.com, by the way, is going to be working each week with John. We're going to be bringing you updates here on Transformation Talk Radio, uh, in our social media, on our websites, in our newsletter. We're featuring John so that we can make sure that all of you out there that are part of our distribution of media are well aware of what's happening and help us save lives. Thank you, John, for joining us here today. Mm. Dr. Pat. Wow, let's take a short break. We've got another hour of the Dr. Pat Show coming up, and I'll tell you, it's a big one. It's a big one. Dr. Thane is in the house. It's all about stress. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts span from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast. With a world full of loyal fans, what's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears. We've been helping people do this for many years. Want to make a difference? We can help you out. Just give us a Transformation Talk Radio a shout. It's easy to get started with an email so small to host at transformationtalkradio.com and then we'll give you a call. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit fightbackforacure.org. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America 
to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit bitebackforacure.org. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com transformationtalkradio.com that's www.transformationtalkradio.com 